Coming up on TMS PM, Uno. Now strip. Dave's not here, man. Who is this run DNC? Insert armpit joke here. Three of diamonds means pull your pants off. Not Roger Waters. Big plasticky eject. <laughs> your Twitter questions and more on this episode of The Morning Stream. This is The Morning Stream. But it's not in the morning, it's at night. TMS PM. Hey everybody, welcome back to TMS PM, uh, the hour and 15 minute late edition of TMS PM. It's uh, 4.45 <laughs> in the mountain time. I'm Scott Johnson, he's Brian Ibbett. Good uh, afternoon, how are you? Every impressive, everything you just said in that sentence was correct. <gasps> Fake news. Fake news. <laughs> uh, the good news is... Not a is... line from Rise of Skywalker, by the way. That no. was a line from uh, <laughs> Force or uh, Last Jedi. Yeah, we're going to make it... So let's make this very clear. The reason yes. we're late today is I was in a movie theater and I thought it would be on time uh, for me to get home, but I, I had it all wrong in my head, so we're starting late. And I saw uh, the last or Rise of Skywalker uh, deal. And so did Brian. He saw that the night before. Uh, last night? Or, yeah, last night, right? I saw it last night, yep. So uh, we both have thoughts and feelings. We're not going to spoil anything uh, nope. story-related at all. And uh, But just kind of, you know, share our thoughts, our feelings about what we saw, generally speaking. If we yes. liked it, if we think it was a worthy uh, uh, you know, cap to a, a big, long, what is this now, nine episodes of uh, Star Wars nine. film goodness? Yep, nine specifically on the Skywalker. Um, I'm trying to think of what it would be like the not the October that would be eight. Nine would be the Navilogy. Navilogy, sure. <laughs> the Navilogy. Sure. It takes a Navilogy. Yeah, it takes a Navilogy. It's a great M Night Shyamalan movie. Go see the Navilogy. So yeah, it's very good. So good. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and give it a a. a, a uh, school grade, okay? So I'm going to give oh, it a okay, F right. through A, um, but I'm uh -huh. going to give it a caveat. I'm going to say, for me, now again, me, sure. not everyone right, else, right, right. Mm -hmm. for me, I'm going to give the opening until about two-thirds of the way through a B, mm -hmm. and then I'm going to give the rest of it an A because I think it finished really strong. Uh, I think it has some uneven stuff in the beginning. Uh, I think it has a lot of mouths to feed. And that's tricky. The only time I've ever seen a movie with this big of an ensemble work it out was like Endgame. It was like the last time that was done well. So I think right. that's really right. hard to do. And you got a lot of character arcs to sort of sew up and get taken care Lots of. Lots of plot lines to, to tie up. Yeah. Yep. Plus you got to introduce a couple of new people. And in, as a result, you don't have a lot of time with them. And so that can feel a little uneven. But uh, I really liked how it ended. Uh, and I, I have a take on that that I shared with Brian via text that I'm not going to share here because it, it probably actually gives away too much to say. It does. Um, but, uh, but, it's a, but it's accurate. I think so too. And, and again, not yeah. in a bad way for me. Like I enjoyed that as a, th as a throwback. Mm -hmm. um, I will say there's one thing that I was really happy to see, and that was they gave Carrie Fisher and Mark Hamill uh, top of the credits. They gave them top billing, which mm -hmm. I thought was a really nice thing to do. Specifically, Carrie Fisher got top billing given her uh, recent passing. I thought that was a really nice tribute. And it's and it's not a spoiler to say that they did a great job of integrating the Carrie Fisher footage that they had, the deleted scenes from the last couple of movies, B-roll footage. Yeah, um, that's stuff that I was going to be, you know, that you just can't help but be scrutinous of mm -hmm. when you see it up on screen. You want to look for the seams. You want to look for the the mistakes. And um, they did a good job. Uh, they did a great job, yeah. It's not it's, perfect, but I can't really imagine solid. how you would do it perfectly. I mean, even if mm -hmm. even if they'd have gotten all their scenes, it still would feel weird because she passed. And when that happens, we are weird with movies. It's hard to watch them and not think about the fact that that person up there is not alive anymore. Mm -hmm. um, and so, yes, I agree with you. They handled that stuff pretty well. Um, in fact, all the stuff with Leia, I thought, was just handled nicely. It's all mm -hmm. just, that was all good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, but it was a really good time, and I would recommend it to anyone who likes Star Wars. Um, I realize that, you know, normally my I tend to jive with the averages. So when I go to a movie and I see a, a, an average score, and I, I'm on uh, Rotten Tomatoes of eighty percent, 
that's typically kind of what I end up feeling is right around that. I'm not not 100% of the time, but a lot of the time, the averages on something like Rotten Tomatoes or other ag- aggregates are kind of where I'm at. In this case, I don't agree with the current reviews. Mm-hmm. I think they're somewhere in the, what, the middling 50s or something? I think so, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think that's low. I think that's too low. Um, mm-hmm. I understand some of their criticisms, and, I, and in a couple of cases, I agree with them. But I think, uh, look, if you're looking for that... If you're looking for Star Wars, I got good news for you. This is a Star Wars ass movie. This is a Star Wars AF. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> AF is as F. Uh, yes. And it and it and it knows that. It embraces that, and it goes for it. Um, I think part of the problem is a lot of us are going to this now, having seen what I think is a bit of a breakout surprise hit in the Mandalorian. I mean, we all knew it was going to be a big deal, but right. I don't think right. we thought it was going to be as good as it is. And yeah. as a result, it's hard not to compare the film Skywalker saga stuff with what's happening on a weekly basis. And unfortunately, I don't think that's fair, even though we can't really avoid doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, because, you know, these are one-off two-hour experiences that please an audience and you're done. The Mandalorian and things like it are week to week and span an entire season and can arc over to another season and you can continue on. And And I think they just have an advantage i think television at its the way it is today they have an advantage over films they just do mm-hmm. so try not to go in there with too much of that in your head and just enjoy it for what it is and i really had a great time i loved it yeah i think um and and i'm gonna pretty much echo your sentiments i think i might have liked the first uh third of the movie more or you, did you say the first third or first two thirds first two thirds i mean it maybe was the uh-huh. first well let's say half the first half just seemed first half. it had some high points and some points where i was like what are you guys doing or you know it just felt mm-hmm. like a little uneven is all not mm-hmm. it's not a deal breaker by any stretch but yeah that's kind of there um there's definitely some stuff that uh they do some great world building some stuff that i'd like to know a lot more about and i really like that mm-hmm. um again not going to say more than that but uh i think i i enjoyed the film kind of more on a solid level across the board i feel like the whole thing was a uh an a a minus uh for me but again caveat i enjoyed the last jedi i enjoyed the force awakens i did not enjoy the prequels as much <laughs> yeah i kind of went with um, you there i liked the last two did not like the prequels at all yeah love the original um, trilogy and still still put empire strikes back as my favorite of the series but um oh yeah uh, same here easy I, there's a lot. There's a there's a, a battle going on for what I would say was be a second place movie. It used to be unequivocally Star Wars. It used to be, or it used to be uh, a New Hope, mm-hmm. without argument. But now you know I'm not saying this one. I'm not saying Force Awakens or Last Jedi. But um, there's there's a closeness there of, of things that I really like about the current story, the yep. the newest stuff. I liked it. Um, I do like the the character paths um, with this group. Uh, it doesn't all have to be we're all going to the same place on the same thing and doing the same thing together right um, on a on a on a emotional level I mean not on a physical travel level but like you know uh, they do so like they the do have the physical travel level more down this time like they're all kind of together more than they usually are or they were in the last movie last movie they split up a lot mm-hmm. seems like but um, but yeah like they are all on very different arcs and I think they sew up most of them pretty well yeah, um, um, it was good. And you got to see it. So you you kind of lucked out with this situation with getting to see it uh, with a, a, peop- a group of people who rented out the theater for mm-hmm. uh, the college and getting to see it with a bunch of fans and people. Well, I mean, fans are going to go opening night as well. Yeah. But, uh, you know, a bunch of people who are kind of in that, hey, we're all here together. We didn't pay for this. Let's have fun and enjoy this and that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, so I bought my tickets the night they went on sale. And I told you that I had that situation where I think I Back to, like I got into the the queue where there was the timer, yeah, and then realized, oh, I need to change out the credit card that I'm using for this because I've changed numbers. My card number, my card got stolen or reused, and they issued me a new card. And and since I've been on a list, it's been just charging the new card. But when I'm purchasing a ticket, like I had to buy for Tina for this one, mm. um, then because we couldn't use both of our a lists and guarantee that we're going to be sitting next to each other. Oh, I just, see. It yeah. would just be luck to like both of us hit hit at the same time and get through. So I'm like, ah, I'll just save the trouble and and do that. Yeah. So I went and changed my credit card number and then backed out, and then it skipped the queue, showed me a completely empty theater, 
and said, pick your seats Whoa. for the Dolby Atmos showing of of uh, Rise of Skywalker. So I went, boop, boop, submit, <laughs> and got the very, you know, the, the very center two seats that I wanted. That's crazy. So, you know, and that was like, what, a month and a half ago when tickets went on sale. And, and you know, my uncle uh, never responded to me back then. And then he called me about a week and a, uh, like a week ago and said, so do you have tickets yet for Rise of Skywalker? And I said, yeah, I got them back in October or November when they went on sale. Yeah. Did you not get some? He's like, no. And I'm like, well, shoot. You know, we saw the very first one together the night before. We saw Star Wars the night before it opened at the Cooper Theater because he won tickets on a radio station and took me. And so we sat on the in the front row of the balcony at the Cooper Theater overlooking their... Um, there, uh, uh, well, I can't remember the name of the the screen, but it was like a, a curved, oh, uh, 90, ninety millimeter, something like that. I can't remember. What. Right, I know what you mean though. The curved one is a big ninety millimeter something. It's not something IMAX. Like it's that. not. It's not, IMAX, not that. But, yeah, it's good. But you no, know, just uh, first thing I did, you know, got home and got out pieces of paper and pencil and drew all my favorite scenes from the movie and characters and stuff like that. That's I great. wish I could find that stuff. That's got to be somewhere. So right? it was a bummer that we didn't get to see this one together last night but yeah. tina and i did we show up at uh the theater we walk up we're we're in line we've got my little a-list thing on my phone to to show my tickets and i'm thinking all right let's make sure nothing went wrong with my purchase of the tickets <laughs> yeah this this little back-end way of getting in there so uh the guy gets his little scanner out and he points it at my phone and it beeps and he looks at looks at it and then points it at it again and then looks closer at my phone and says, uh, you're at the wrong theater. What? <laughs> like entirely so the wrong movie theater building? The like... Entirely wrong movie theater building. Wow. Uh, the theater we usually go to is this one. However, for this, for uh, Rise of Skywalker, I bought my tickets for a theater that was... Uh, Five and a half miles away. Oh, they're going to say hours. I was about to die. I couldn't. I was like, hours? No, no. but miles. Okay. So what'd you and end up fortunately, doing? And fortunately, Tina and I had like, you know, we went and got dinner on the way. We went and got ramen from this place that's really fast. And so we ate and and what got up and got our check paid without them bringing a ticket to the table and all that. So we were actually ahead of the game. So I'm like, look at my watch. I'm like, all right, yeah, we can do this. If they're, and they're going to be previews. There's going to be trailers. You know, we're we're already half an hour early because we're going to get popcorn and all that stuff. Yeah. We just got to go to the other theater park, get inside, get our popcorn drink, and then get to our seats. No problem. Okay. Dude, without even being like freaking Mario Andretti on the highway, <laughs> I, we still got into the theater, got parked into the theater, popcorn, drink, metal tin collector's tin of uh, uh popcorn bucket yeah because i didn't want tina to have to share my popcorn if i was still a little virusy sure and uh um and we were seated when maria freaking menounos was done talking about wow. newbie wow that's how that's how uh how well done we were we got that's to see all impressive. the previews Wow, we yes. we didn't. I'm actually one thing I missed is we had no previews this time because it was a rented out theater. They don't do oh, previews. Oh right, yeah, you just show up. And yeah, go. I was I was really surprised they didn't show the Black Widow um, preview. Mm. Uh, I thought that was one that was probably going to be likely to be shown with this one, but they uh, they showed the new uh, Ryan Reynolds uh, where he's an NPC basically. <laughs> oh right, uh, free, man free man or whatever man. it is, the free man. Yeah. So yeah. hold on a second. The I thought the Black Widow thing was a TV show. Is it not? I thought it was a no. It's no. It's a movie. Oh, it's a movie. Why did I think it's it was a, a TV thing? Why yeah, the, the TV shows are going to be Winter Soldier, Falcon, WandaVision, and uh, What If. Oh, um, I've got that all left up in my head. Loki. Then. Loki's a TV show, but no, Black Widow is going to be a full full movie. Uh, okay, that's exciting. Yeah, you'd think they would show that there, given it's Disney. Yeah. And they showed the Christopher Nolan uh, Tenet thing. They showed. Uh, oh yeah, the Christopher, Christopher Nolan uh, David Tenet uh, biopic. It's a biography of David Tenet, <laughs> right? I assume. Right, yeah. Okay. Exactly. Great. Yes. Yeah, I don't know what to and, make uh, of that yet. By the way, I don't know what to think of that trailer. I've, I've watched it a couple times, the Tenet trailer, and I don't know what to make of it. I don't either. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, no, I'm glad to say that the only idiot in the theater uh, last night was me. <laughs> like for a change. <laughs> <laughs> for a change, I was the I was the idiot in the theater. So <laughs> nice. 
It's always good when you're the guy instead of somebody That's else. That's right, exactly. Yeah, yes. I'm all right with that. So I had a, a funny thing happen when we got there because it was starting to fill up with people that I don't really know, but I know that work with Carter or around Carter or somehow connected to the university program up there. And so what this is, is a lot of students, alumni, graduate students, teachers, professors, uh, people like Carter who just work there and are also students. And then there's a bunch of industry people there that are working in various uh, game development houses that are based here in Salt Lake or have offices here. So there was guys from EA. There were people there from... I forgot the name of the studio. There's like four, there were four or five studios that I was aware of anyway, where there were people just, you know, coming out on a Friday, got invited to, to play. And one of the mm -hmm. studios with some, I don't know, three or four people there with them was for Avalanche Studios. These guys make oh. the Just Cause games. They made that Mad Max game in 2015 that I really liked. Uh, they made the right. more recent, um, oh shoot, the, the sequel to the id game. I can't think of what it's called real quick here in my head. Anyway, whatever it is. Uh, anyway, so I like those guys, and I yeah, totally I love the oh, Rage Two. There series. you go, yeah, Rage Two. Yeah. Anyway, so I totally had this fan out fanboy moment where I have never felt so stupid, and so I just want anyone who ever walked up to us at Nerdtacular <laughs> and felt weird about it, I want you to know I know how you felt because <laughs> I thought they were this guy named um, Dave who is ahead of the, who's in charge of the department, and so sure. I kept saying oh i hear he's older and has a mustache hey are you dave no i'm not dave oh i'm sorry are you dave no i'm not dave <laughs> it's and like then, a uh and chong routine or something <laughs> dave's not here man so i said i said i'm sorry and they go we're here with avalanche studios and so to add on top of my hey you're not dave problem i went oh that's so cool i love your games and they just looked at me <laughs> and i didn't know what else to say i was out of words I don't do that very often. I'm never out of words. Oh, that's funny. Wow. Yeah. I'd probably get that way if it was some, you know, some musician that is, that uh, I'm a huge fan of, right? Yeah. I mean, I almost said you okay. guys need to make a sequel to that Mad Max game, but I didn't do it. I didn't quite pull it out. Kind of wanted to. Though. <laughs> I don't think it sold very well, which is why they haven't made a sequel. But At least you didn't say something. Like, I would have done something like, oh, man, I love Far Cry. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be awesome. Because I get Just Far Cause Cry? and Far Cry confused all the time. Even though I have Far Cry, I don't have Just Cause. Yeah, one's first person, one's third person. Right, yeah. exactly. No, I yeah. get you. It's like me and Kurt Russell and Kirk uh, Kirk Douglas. I do the same thing. It's not sure, quite the or, same, but it's sort of Or the Nicole same. and uh, uh, McDermott and... Uh, oh, yeah, McRolney and McDermott. McRolney. Yeah, <laughs> Dylan McDermott and Dermot McRolney. That's right, exactly. Anyway, it was fun. You guys, you guys should all just go see it. A bunch of you guys probably already have. But as you can yeah. tell, we're not, uh, you know, no spoilers. We don't want to give anything away. It's a big ending I to know. a big story, and there's some stuff in there. I'm, I'm a little bummed that uh, the next two Tuesdays are going to be Christmas Eve and New Year's Eve. Mm -hmm. uh, I know we're not doing a show Christmas Eve. Um, right. If we do a show New Year's Eve, having Justin on, maybe maybe we turn on the, the spoiler uh, warning and uh and talk a little bit about it and go to town on it it appears to, to uh, i watched it. his twitter last night he appears not to be happy with it he seems not to like it so i'm gonna guess yeah uh and i'm wording this in a way that doesn't tell anybody anything that his complaints about this one mirror the complaints he had about the first one of uh, the first one of this uh trilogy yeah so it, it, which is a little bit of what we talked about on text like yes. some yes. of that yeah i'll bet yeah. you're right um, I think there'll be a weird knock-on effect down the road where people will think more fondly of the Ryan Johnson middle film because mm -hmm. of th that. Because that didn't do that as much, if you know right. what I mean. Right. Uh, but anyway, it ended. It's a thing. We're done. Star Wars. I was eight years old when it started. I'm or seven, whatever I was. I'm 50 mm -hmm. now. We're done. No more Star Wars. <laughs> well... No, no more Skywalker. Oh yeah, no more Skywalker. Mandalorian is Star Wars, and uh, you know the all the other movies that they have been talking about, whether they happen or not, right. um, are all going to be Star yeah. Wars. I mean, I'm so. obviously I'm mostly kidding, but I think that they are. It, it is kind of nice to be past the Skywalker thing. A it is, bit, you yeah. know, it like is. we can move on. Tell us another, you know, if you want to do another big multi-part thing, great. In the movies, if you want to do more one-offs, that'd be cool. I'm personally, I think I'm saying all about they TV. want to do more one-offs. Yeah, um, like uh, uh, not, Kathleen Kennedy, I think was. Yeah, Kathleen Kennedy with, Holly, with Hollywood Reporter, and she's like, "Yeah, we're we're kind of also done with big multi-part sweeping epics um, that uh, 
we just want to do like one-offs uh going forward or at least primarily work on one-offs i'm totally down with that and more too. and more tv shows so they get the obi-wan show coming i'm excited about yeah. that more than ever i was i was i was you know i had anticipation for it before mandalorian but now i'm now I'm all in. Whatever they want to do with totally. TV, let's do it. Yeah, they're, they're great. Do you remember something called Star Wars Underground? No. This was the um, or Underworld. Maybe it's Star Wars Underworld. It was the TV show that uh, that uh, George Lucas wanted to do before Disney came along, and it was going to be a live action hour long TV like drama that. Um, Oh, uh, right. Steve, that, uh, that, Kevin Smith was involved somehow or something, wasn't he? He was going to write it? Maybe. Or? Yeah, maybe. Mm. And it was going to basically take place between um, the prequels and, and A New Hope and kind of, you know, follow the story of the the underworld of like the, the bounty hunters and the, you know, the, the other seedy patrons of the cantina and stuff like that. But never happened. Yeah. But, I mean, in a way, uh, Mandalorian sort of is doing that's, that. What I'm thinking, yeah. yeah, exactly. Like, I wonder if there's any sort of like uh, storylines or ideas that kind of got pulled out of a folder. Like, well, why don't we do this with Mandalorian? <laughs> yeah, kind of. And I think that's when they scrapped the Boba Fett movie, probably because they were working right. on Mandalorian. And said, you know what? We kind of got that covered too. Like, right. we don't really need right. to 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 do that one. So, yeah, what they do in the future, I hope is more. They can be fan re- fan referential and all that stuff. That's fine. But I, I hope it continues to be more in places and with characters that we've never met that we don't have any kind of archetype in Star Wars for. Just like, let's use that universe and build some new stories and that, that'd be awesome. But anyway, worth your time, worth your money. I guess I got it for free, mm-hmm. but go see it. It's good. Yeah, yeah. It's I mean, if you know. Real good. Go into it if you if uh, you'll you'll probably like it if you like the last two. I think it's a pretty safe bet. I think so, yeah. I'll bet. Okay, yeah. so here are the two categories. If you liked Force Awakens... I think you're guaranteed to like this. If you like Force Awakens and Last Jedi, you're guaranteed to like this. If you were one of those people that liked Force Awakens but did not like Last Jedi, I think you're going to like this again because it gets back to what you liked about uh, Force Awakens. Like, I feel like there aren't going to be too many losses here. I feel like everybody's going to find something. No, I think if you liked uh, The Last Jedi but did not like Force Awakens, you're probably not going to like this. Oh, good point. Yeah. I think that that is the truth. In fact, I've heard from a few people who really like the second film and as a result do not like this so uh once again star wars fandom big ugly mess it is we can't decide what we like hive of scum and villainy yep (laughs) that's right these aren't the trolls you're looking for they always say that's right exactly uh all right well that's that hey uh we got time today for your twitter questions how do i know that because this played whoops how come it didn't play why aren't you playing and you can always follow me on twitter now it's playing all right we're gonna take ex uh epa chief rick perry's advice and (laughs) talk about your questions on twitter it's the ask tmspm hashtag and we already have a number of them number of them uh here's the first one Robert Wallace says, no question, just Merry Christmas. Okay. Aww. All right. Nice enough. Here's a picture of his dog with a with a lit up collar on. Looking adorable. We, we asked you to do one thing. Give us questions, Wallace. Yep. yep. And uh, you can't even do that. All right? you gave us was a, was a beautiful puppy. Yeah. Well done. Uh, Saint JW says, what are you buying in the Steam sale? Uh, I need to go. I haven't looked at it yet, so I'm going to go look, but I have a sinking suspicion I own most of the things on sale, so I probably right. don't. <laughs> right. Pro- probably won't get much. Do you have anything you've had your eye I, on? No, there's nothing. I, I'm, I've i got uh, uh, Switch games that I've got to work on before I even look at anything Steam. Did you ever play uh, Dead Cells by chance? Yes, I would love Dead Cells. They, um, I, I played it and got through a lot of it. Yeah, here's what you should do, because apparently they've just been hammering away on that thing, just tweaking it and shining oh, it really? up. I, be- uh-huh. I guess right now it's in the best shape it's ever been, so you may want to check it again. Ooh, okay, I'll do that. Just a little side note. Um, all right, here's uh, Scott says, what's your favorite Christmas toy that you remember as a kid? Did you get Micronauts as a as a Christmas gift, or was that I did. Um, yeah, like that was, that was usually a go-to. Like I think Rocket Tubes might have been my my Christmas present from my grandparents. Um, no, uh, I mean, yeah, that was a great present. I'm going to, I was reminded of something during our watching and you haven't watched it yet 
um, our watching of Christmas Evil on on film set. Not yet. I'm wait- I'm trying to get the file to download. Don't always file's not working, but whatever. Oh great! I'll Talk about how you're pirating the movie on yeah. TMS. That's a really good idea. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody ever listens to this. No. Um, in the background, uh, you see a thing called, uh, well, you see a thing on the floor that the kids just opened for Christmas that looks like this weird little platform uh, with a glass cover, plastic cover, and some paddles on each end. Okay. And that was a game called Ganip Ganup. Ganip Ganup. Ganip Ganup. And right. you can probably guess by the name that it's a, uh, it's the word ping pong backwards. Oh, I didn't know. Okay. Now okay. I, now no, I one, see one it. Could, yeah. One could maybe guess that. <laughs> Not me. All right. I do see um, it now, though. It's interesting looking. And the object of the game, basically, you had uh, three, three like little paddles that you'd slam your hands down on, and they were attached to little levers that would fling the ball across to the other player, and there were little holes that it had to go through on the other side to make it to the other player. Okay. And you had three red balls, they had three green balls, and the object was to get all three of your color on their side right. before they could get all three of theirs on your side. Right. And it is a furious, like, pound, 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 pound. Mm-hmm. You're frequently replacing rubber bands in these things. You're frequently having to fix, uh, get up, get up. But uh, uh, it, was seeing, it was seeing that in uh, Christmas Evil that made me think of that game, which I had not thought of in about... 25 years that's in this movie okay that's in this movie and you didn't you tell me off air maybe you said it on air that uh this is roger waters or no who was it Ro- uh, <laughs> john waters. john waters not roger waters a pink floyd fan <laughs> not roger waters a pink floyd no no Rob, uh, sorry Does anybody here remember <laughs> christmas evil <laughs> i don't know why i thought of him uh, John Waters says that it's his favorite Christmas movie of all time. Okay. And have you seen Joker? Uh, still not. No. I'm, I'm, okay. I'm meaning meaning to the minute that thing is anywhere to, to rent. I guess it probably is it, now. I'll just it go is now. It. It, like yeah. this week, it actually became available for that. Yeah, I'll do that. Um, I wish you could watch both Joker and Christmas Evil tonight before film sec because it's weird how there's a lot of things that that joker uses that that's in christmas evil do you think it was intentional that they were referencing no, that no okay. i don't think so okay interesting but like lots of mirror lot, lot, lots of looking in the mirror and doing stuff and and you know applying a, a fake beard versus applying makeup and the way his work treats him and stuff like that anyway it's very very weird. similar it's, okay it's really weird all right no i'm 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 into the comparisons i like that yeah. Sure so, come up uh, anyway, get up, get up. My favorite, well, not my favorite Christmas toy of all time, but one that I absolutely remember. Uh, How about you? Um, boy, we I actually- get the Atari Twenty Six Hundred when it came out for Christmas, but I and I found out about it because it was tucked behind my parents' chair in their bedroom, and oh, nice. they went out and I uh, uh, and I snuck in their room and looked and saw it behind there. I was like, oh, I got an Atari Twenty Six Hundred. <laughs> I mean, I'm tempted to say the da- the time my dad assembled a full size trampoline in the living room on Christmas morning, and then the tramp was the present everybody got, and we jumped on it for weeks. He didn't take it down in the living room for weeks because it was you know winter. That was just weird, but mm-hmm. I don't think that counts because that was everybody's gift. So the one I'm going to say is the year they went to Japan and then quietly uh, hid some boxes in their in their closet uh, that whole summer and that fall. And then Christmas morning, we opened up these big, my brother and I both got one, the big Hitachi boom boxes. Oh, yeah. Like total right. 80s business boom boxes. But they were cool because they had a whole bunch of stuff you couldn't get in America yet. They were super, super Japanese designed. And they sounded amazing compared to everybody else's. The tape deck thing had a hydraulic eject system, so it wasn't just a big plasticky eject. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, we still have it. Carter refuses to yeah. let it go anywhere. She keeps like it. the like when the tape comes out, it goes yeah slowly yeah. as opposed to blah, 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 blah. that's right, that's right. And <laughs> yeah. the and the and the um had uh what do you call it Indica- auto reverse? No, like indicators for when the beat was going. So you have red lights look, looking oh, like two sides. Yeah, little level level uh, LEDs. Yeah, that was cool. <laughs> Tweeters on what there, did- big subwoofers. It was great. Yeah, love that thing. Nothing better for listening to Run DNC while you uh, while you spin around on a piece of cardboard you laid on the floor. Yep, yep. 
My first, I think the first thing I listened to it on, or on it, other than the Christmas Day stuff, was like Dr. Demento that weekend or something. Oh, sure. Because sure. I was into that at the time. Uh, all right. Here's a good one. Here's one from Sunglow Steve, who says, do you guys think that old people carefully and distinctively pronounce their words because, or sorry, do you think old people carefully and distinctively pronounce their words because they are getting hard of hearing? That's an interesting question. <laughs> I mean, is he saying it because the I other day... I don't think that all old people... Uh, I don't think that the elderly necessarily are very clear with their diction. Yeah. I know of several elderly people who aren't. Yeah, I don't know about this one. I don't know about this one. I think this is... Uh, I, I'm, gonna, I'm with Brian. I don't think that's a thing. Maybe he's talking about... Maybe it's in reference to the, the thing we were talking about where there's accents, like regional accents, a Utah accent, that sort of thing. Maybe that's what he's referring to. I don't know. Because I don't know any adults who are very careful about pronouncing their words. Most of them don't give a shit anymore. <laughs> it's like, I'm old. Right, right. And they just trail off, right? They just trail off into right. nowhere. Land. Exactly. Uh, here's one. Jeff says, I emailed Brian a Babel Royale suggestion. Oh, and didn't get a reply. Should I assume my suggestion sucks? Yep, it did. It uh, was oh. Probably one of the worst ones I'd ever gotten. <laughs> Oh, man. No, probably not. I mean, uh, I can't use every single one that comes in. And, and the, here's the things I look for. Um, when you send something in, it's probably something that you know really, really well. Yeah. But it might not be something that that Brian and Scott know really, really well. For example, one that we got recently that I thought was really good, but n that you guys would not be able to do. But I'm curious. I'll give it to you right now. Um, different names for Santa Claus in other countries around the world oh all right um out of curiosity like how many can you name just off the top of your head other names for santa claus other names for santa claus uh i mean things like saint nick don't count right because no, that's just us that's, okay right uh um i don't know any i think yeah uh, like, I can't, I can't think these of are any. ones like uh Para Noel in Belgium, Papa Papai Noel in Brazil, Viejo Pasquero in Chile, <laughs> oh, Dunche Ren in China, Kurtzman in Netherlands, uh, Father Christmas you might have been able to get in the UK. Yeah, maybe that. Yeah. Um, uh, I'm looking to see if Sweden Sweden is uh, Jule Tomten. Okay. Christmas brownie. Weirdos. And so it's like that's a really good question, but I uh, don't think. It would last very long in this game, and that's those are the things I look for. I want it to be. We've had our we've had our fun ones where the first question or the first answer they're one and done, but that's but they had a chance on that one. Mm. On this one, I don't think they'd have a chance, and it'd be one and done. No, I think in Dunaway, he may have fared better than me, but I would have I would have lost horribly. I'll bet he yeah. would have gotten Father Christmas. I wouldn't have gotten it. He might have been. I don't know. Even uh, even uh, Germany has. Wine knocked smart. which means Christmas man. Christmas man. <laughs> Christmas man. <laughs> I like that better than all of them. I just want to do that yeah. for no one. Sure. Say Christmas man again. All right. <laughs> How about this one? Uh, hi Scott and Brian. What are your favorite? Oh, this is from Zoe. Uh, okay. Hi Scott and Brian. What are your favorite drinks when it's late, cold, and dark outside, and when it's hot, daylight, and hot outside? Oh. So the two extremes. Okay. Uh, you sure. go first because you're a drink guy, and you'll you'll probably have way better answers than me. What do you What do you like? Um, well, I mean, if I'm saying alcohol, yeah, which which I don't have to. Um, boy, I mean, a hot day, a margarita just always seems to hit the spot. Like a nice icy margarita, salt on the rim. The glass has beads of condensation on the outside. Uh, it isn't necessarily bright green, mm. uh, but actually normal, natural uh, margarita colors would be good. Um, hot drink, I like. Uh, I'm a cider over a hot cocoa kind of guy. Mm. So uh, Ooh, I do like hot a cocoa. good cider is good. Mm. Yeah, you like good hot cider. Um, I like hot cocoa with a, a dollop of whipped cream on it as opposed to marshmallows because I like it when the whipped cream... Um, uh, go you know mixes in with it yeah it's so better. jk grammar i'm yeah. gonna address this right now okay go. because jk grammar just said that that i said run dmc which i did say it um i think at first i said rum dmc and uh -huh. then i tried to correct i said like 
like as I was talking really fast, I said Run DMC. I mean Run DNC, yeah. and I was basically like putting the N on both of them. I know yeah, who Run DMC is. Yeah, I think he's. I think he's probably familiar with their work. Is my thinking. They're comparing it. They're comparing it to the nuclear nuclear thing. Oh yeah. No, I didn't grow up in a household where anybody called it Run DMC. <laughs> But Whoa. I can see that maybe the current administration might. Yeah, if you're, might, if, uh, you're a, term, if you're head of the National de- Democratic Convention, maybe you'll say, "Run DNC." Right. I run DNC, yeah. or I can see our, our fearless leader saying, "We're going to call them the Run DNC from now on." The <laughs> Run DNC. <laughs> I hate when he does that so much. <laughs> right, that that crappy condescending yeah. uh, voice. Yeah. The Run they, DNC. They said we can't do say Christmas anymore. <laughs> Nobody ever said you couldn't say Christmas, you dipshit. All right, I'm going to hear it. We're going to play it anyway. Here. Play it. Play it. Love that thing. Nothing better for listening to Run DNC while you... (laughs) See? Like, I started... I, like... Started to say rum DMC, and yeah. then I was like, Oh, gotta fix the change. Like, I accidentally said rum, yeah, that needs to be an N. My yeah. mind is like working a million miles an hour, and then I switch it. Also, doesn't help that I'm so congested that you know my M's all still sound like B's. And yeah, your chest and, sounds like, like it's got a it's got a little bit of it's got a neighborhood in there. Oh, yeah. chest is fine, it is all like right here in the old sinus Yuck. cavity. Yuck, that's no good. Got a Millennium Falcon flying around in there shooting things. Good, that's where it belongs. Yes. Um, all right. We got this one from. Uh, oh, whoops! I lost my place. Here we go. Uh, great. Oh, did I? Did I didn't answer? Um, I guess I kind of oh, yeah. did. I do like ciders as well. So I'm with Brian on that. I like a lot of cinnamon, no matter what it is, on the cold night. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll do. Uh, I won't do it anymore. But I used to like a good hot chocolate on a cold night. For me, though, uh, this is going to sound weird, but I really like a mug of hot, like chicken or beef bone broth. Like oh a yeah, broth. Mm-hmm. Hot broth is like not this. I know it's not really a drink. It's almost a soup at that point, right? Because you're going the savory way. But I love that on a cold day. Love it. Love it. Love it. Yeah. Uh, hot days. I'm all about the Arnold Palmer. Give me a nice ice cold. Oh, tall that's Army. that's um, usually my go-to uh, at restaurants if I'm not having alcohol. Is it Arnold Palmer? What's that? Is it Palmer? Yeah, yeah. Do you find places that are like, oh, sure. Or do you ever run into people who don't know what the hell you're talking about? I don't run into any places that don't know what they are anymore. Okay. There was a time that that was the case. But yeah, no, they're, they're, it's, it's uh, pretty common. And I can always say, and if, you, and if you press a little bit harder on the iced tea machine than you do the lemonade machine, I'll be totally fine with that. Nice. <laughs> um, yeah. We have a really great question on here about something. Let's see. Where is it? This is about, okay. So this is from uh, Ethereal Visions, and it's for Dan. And Dan's not here, but I still like this question because I'll bet Brian does this too. So I'm going to ask it. Okay. Mm-hmm. So Brian, Brian, the tabletop man, <laughs> do you know any of or use any house rules to make classic board games like Clue, Risk, or Sorry, whatever, more fun and interesting? I just mm-hmm. read about the Monopoly auction rule, and it sparked my question. So do you do that at all? Do you yeah. have like a rule? What do you do? Well, the it's funny. The, the Monopoly auction rule is the real rule. Like if somebody lands on a space and they decide they don't want to buy it, mm-hmm. then it all of a sudden goes up to auction and people bid on it and they can get, you know, like uh, Tennessee Avenue for pennies on the dollar. Wow. Um, when we, you know, just to kind of get the Monopoly crap out of the way. Yeah, we do the free parking deal that you're not supposed to do with uh, everything that people pay goes into uh free parking mm-hmm. everything that people pay to the to the government right and then you could you collect it when you land on free parking and uh and stuff like that sure um house rules on anything else though no i don't think we do we're pretty steadfast do you, do you oppose it if somebody says like let's say your crazy neighbors and dave goes you know what we're going to do today? We're playing poker, but if you get a three of diamonds, it means you have to pull your pants off or something. Like, do you allow he does this? That though, I mean, that's absolutely what you you think you're coming up with a uh, <laughs> a facetious uh, answer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not a facetious. You think you're coming up with an outlandish rule? Yeah. No, that's exactly what he does. Like, uh, if you get a fa- a red face card, then we all put our things back in we take a shot and we deal out again wow like, oh jeez, that's hilarious yeah. okay yes i usually don't like it unless everyone kind of comes in with the assumption that the rule should be like it should be played a certain way and we all accept right. that that rules in there if that hasn't been established already 
drives me yeah. crazy when somebody at the table goes, all right, we're going to play Catan, but now bushels of corn are worth three times as much. That's a house <laughs> rule. Like, no, it isn't. That would be the thing, right? It would have to be something like that. Like, uh, it's something that people would, would do to make the game easier. Mm -hmm. And I feel like they've already play tested the game. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah. They the Monopoly know. thing exists just because it's almost more common for people to play free parking mm -hmm. as a as a as a collect all than than not hmm. so all right but all anything right. else is just created as a uh uh is just a, a way to make the game easier yeah and if, if something's good enough as a rule they'll they'll either do a variant for real or right. another right. game or you know like i don't know i just i think games rules are games rules and i understand that somebody might say well then what do you think about video games where you can go and change like mutators and make stuff different? And I don't like that much either. I mean, I guess in multiplayer, I kind of do sometimes, but I don't know. Rule, but that's, you know, but that's less rules. house rules and more of cheat codes. Yeah, that's true. But there's mods and, then, and things like mods probably are close, oh, a closer sure. comparison, sure. right? Yep. Something yep. like that. I don't know, dude. I we do. Know. Have, we haven't played it yet, but we do have that Monopoly game that's uh, the Cheaters Edition where you have a stack of cards besides Community Chest and Chance mm -hmm. that that if you do the thing on the, the cheat on the card like take money from the bank when nobody's looking or yeah. put an extra house on one of your properties yeah. then you get then you get extra cash from the bank <laughs> and if you get caught you get handcuffed to the board wow okay <laughs> that's fantastic yeah i haven't played it yet but i can't wait to that's a variant that you'll never forget um, a reminder too, while we're talking about Monopoly, there's no such good thing as Monopoly. There's only such a thing as <laughs> good Monopoly deal. I love that game. It's so much fun. People should get yeah. that for Christmas if you haven't already. Monopoly deal. It's very good. It's a card game. Uh, all right, Brian. Uh, that's kind a, of a deal? <laughs> oh, that's good. Why didn't I think of playing that? Classic. Classic. Yeah, what's wrong with me? Here. Kind of a deal. Oh, that's so old. It is. I don't even remember what it was from. All right, we're going to find out right now what kind of a deal. Do I have it in here? Shit fire, that's a damn good deal. No, that's a different deal. It's about time the American family got a square deal. All right, that's not it. What kind of a deal? What kind of a deal? There it is. <laughs> oh, what kind of a deal? He's supposed to be young... Uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme and something. What was... Oh, Bloodsport. Oh, Bloodsport. Blood That's it. Rainbow Brights was? Yeah. <laughs> Rainbow Brights was? That's it. Oh, was it it wasn't Surf Nazis. He wasn't in Surf Nazis. Must die. Yeah. yeah the, <laughs> as much as I'd like to attribute him to being in that movie, he was not in that movie. Right. No. All right. Uh, we got a final thing I want to read here. This is an action email from Christopher Walken. Or Walker. Sorry. Christopher Walker. <laughs> I want to know... Yeah. When you guys are going to get around <laughs> to watch that zone. <laughs> I mean, again, you have a very good Christopher Walken. You should know that. It's very good. Yeah, but it's I can't do it with my con my congestion going on. <laughs> the con the, uh, the, what condition your condition is in? All right, here it is. Right. Christopher Walker says, Hey, Scott, I had the joy of growing up in Ogden, Utah. Insert armpit joke here, he says. And I moved away when I was 18. Well, you're lucky then. <laughs> uh, I didn't think I didn't think I had an entire or sorry I didn't think I had an accent per se, but my non Utah fr Utah friends would point that out that I do. It's more of a cadence than a pronunciation. Utahns tend to speak more slowly or with more pausing than many other parts of the country. Whenever I call back to friends I grew up with, I can now hear it. Thanks for the show, Chris. Hmm. Uh, all right. I mean, I don't know. I don't think I have one. But right. but that's what everyone says when they have one, especially yeah, exactly. a subtle one. Right. I mean, people in the South say, we don't have an accent. Yes. And they do. <laughs> like 100% they do. Right. So right. Exactly. I get that. Um, maybe we yeah, ought to have Like, I know people who have the accent I'm talking about. I should record mm -hmm. them talking so mm -hmm. people know what the hell I'm talking about. Because I can't fake it very well. I don't and think. you think and those are people who didn't move here from someplace else. They are specifically from... Right, from born and raised, lived their whole, yeah. here their whole lives. You know, live in places like Tremonton, like just the most <laughs> Utah ass cities ever. Like sure. I could, uh, I'll have to, I'll have to dig around. But I'm going to find somebody who can say some words on a podcast or something. Please do, and then I'll share it with you guys, and then you can hear what I'm talking about. Cool. It's going to do it for today's quickie. Uh, thank you guys so much for being here. Oh, look at this! They have 
uh, sorry, Monopoly deal on Amazon for as little as, let's see here, uh, $7 is all. Seven bucks. Wow. Wow. Why wouldn't you do that? Is that a used copy or a, a no, brand Prime? New. Is that Prime, Scott? Can I get that delivered with that yeah, this money? Yeah, this is going to be here by Sunday. I'm going to order one and give it as a gift. Somebody, they're going to love this gift because it's a great gift. I don't even know Crazy. who yet. All right, I'm placing an order right now. It's going in. That uh, kind of a deal. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's going to do it. Thank you all for being here. We So what's our, uh, so originally we had planned we weren't going to be here Monday, but maybe we are now? You think we oh, are? Yeah, no, I think we were, I think we were planning on being here Monday, but then we were going to have the rest of the week until our Friday play date. Until right. The Patreon play right. That's what it was. Okay. So yep. we'll do Friday. So we'll be here Monday. The rest of the week is a happy time. Uh, uh, everyone's having a good, happy, merry Christmas time. <laughs> Friday, we do our play date. Right. Uh, video games, all that fun stuff. We're totally excited. It's going to be great. Patron play date coming up on the 21st, or the, excuse me, the 29th, not 7th. What is it? Friday. Oh, Friday. 27th. 27th. Is our Patreon play date. Uh, and then uh, the New Year's week, I don't know what the hell that looks like. Similar, I guess. But but no, not really, because yeah. I think I think a New Year's Eve one w would be good, and a little spoilery Star Wars talk with Jerry would be fun. I, I like think that. so. If he's available, um, that would be the caveat. Um, and then, of course, nothing on New Year's Day, but back at it uh, on the second. Yeah, see, that's sexy. I think we're going to do that. Yeah. Uh, anyway, more uh, details as we know them. But thank you all for showing up today uh, a little bit late. We appreciate it. If you would yeah. like to support this show, we do this episode extra every week because of you and your support over at patreon.com slash TMS. If you're looking to contact us or find out more information about the show, you can find that all at frogpants.com slash TMS. All right, it is the... Tradition of the show to play a song as we go out here on a Friday. What do you got there for That's me, Brian? Right. Before I play it, I'm going to address something Fastidas just said in the chat. You should move the play date to Saturday when people aren't working. Guess what? We're doing that. On uh, It'll alternate between Fridays and Saturdays every other month. Right. So right. on uh, alternating months, it'll be on Saturdays so people can do it when they're not working. Yep. But, uh, yep. But we do it, uh, you know, it's easier for us on Fridays. So <laughs> we got to balance it out with both. So yep. there you go. Uh, all right. Eugene wrote in and said, hello, Scott and Brian. The name's Eugene, <laughs> lieutenant codename from the chat. I'm the guy who always corrects you about everything Ukraine related on Twitter. December is a pretty special month for me. It's my birthday on December 22nd, wedding anniversary on December 27th. And now it's the month when I'm moving from Ukraine to California for a couple of years. So it will finally be a morning stream for me. Before, it was an after-work relaxed show because here in Ukraine, it drops at around 7 p.m. Oh, not, the, not, not saying, the Ukraine, right. Exactly. Yeah. Notice I'm not saying the Ukraine. Uh -huh. So anyway, I need a song. Any Panic at the Disco, Weezer, or Green Day cover will do nicely. Thanks for your amazing work. Can't imagine my life without you guys. Wish me luck with moving to the U.S. I hope it will be kind to me. Cheers. Oh, dude, we love people from Ukraine right now. Are you yeah, kidding? It's yeah. Uh, yeah, it's the it's greatest thing ever. I love it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Can't really say I've heard anything about Ukraine uh, at all recently. Yeah, it's been real quiet over here on that front. <laughs> That's right. Haven't heard a thing. <laughs> all right. So uh, this is really cool. Uh, a track from this album made it into the Coverville Countdown, which I did uh, part of today, and we'll do the second part of next week. But Jen uh, Champion recorded an entire track-by-track -track cover of the Weezer Blue album, oh, uh, nice. which is the one with all the great songs, right? Buddy Holly, Surf Wax America, In the Garage, uh, No One Else. Uh, and this one right here, uh, might have been the first song that I remember hearing from Weezer. It is the sweater song Undone, performed by Jen Champion. Awesome. We'll see you guys for Film Sack and on Monday for TMS. Thanks. We'll see you then.
show is part of the frog pants network frog pants network get more shows like this at frogpants.com what kind of a deal